tonight. A hard-working animal research scientist who finds himself on the other end of the microscope on BP1's Behind the Mystery. Life as a scientist in a Maryland animal research facility was good, but one man had bigger dreams of fame, fortune, and goat legs. I just knew there was more for me. I knew I could become more. And I hate shoes and cars. Cars more than shoes. Late nights and long hours began to take a toll on his personal life. Yeah, it's like uh, he was always either at work or thinking about it, you know? I mean, everything was goats, goats, goats. I mean, I couldn't even have a beer with my friend without having to hear about this. Then everything changed. Yeah, the experiment. Mm -hmm. You know, the lab will tell you that it was an accident, uh, that I wasn't quote-unquote careful. (laughs) Bullshit, man. They were just mad that I got their credit. I developed the process. I became the rock star of science. But the good times didn't last. Yeah, I'm sure I was famous, but everybody wanted something from me. I mean, I had I had to beg people to go to convenience stores. I, no shoes, no shirt, no service. I don't. I've got damn hooves. I I don't own shoes anymore, and they take that seriously. Yeah, we don't serve people what have no shoes on. Well, I said, if you want to eat at Natalie Napoli's restaurant, I'm going to need to see some shoes on. And I'm not even going to get into the health issues of having goat legs. No, thank you. No, thank you. I had to beg people to go to the convenience store for me because they wouldn't let me in. And after a while, I I couldn't even afford to pay people back for the nachos and Mountain Dew. I, I was losing control. Coming up next... A night of partying leads to a liquor-fueled axe rampage against cars, and the media frenzy begins. This is BP1's Behind the Mystery. Hey, everybody. There's just so much media pressure put. I understand why the Squatch don't want to be found. No, man. He's going to be hounded. Oh, yeah. He's literally being hounded. By (laughs) By hounds. By hounds, yeah. (laughs) Just imagine what happens when the paparazzi gets their claws into him. (laughs) TMZ will have a field day. (laughs) What was Squatch wearing? Boy, oi, oi, oi. TMZ recently caught footage of a of an inebriated Sasquatch getting out of his limousine. Squatch crotch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, hey, this is Blurry Photos. <laughs> oh, hey neighbor. I'm David, I didn't see you out there. I'm David Flora. I'm David Stecco. Welcome. How you back. doing? Man, season three off and rolling. <sighs> I mean, eventually we'll just get tired of it, but it's we're still pretty excited that it's season three, so we're yeah. going to keep saying it. Yeah, yeah. 73 deep. Does that mean, we're, can we go the community route? Six seasons in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can't talk about season two. Yeah, that's right. There's a gas leak. That's <laughs> yeah, a gas leak. Oh my God, yeah. Season four is uh, the Dan's. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, that's our crappy spinoff podcast. We... <laughs> We just have a whole podcast that just makes fun of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Not hard to do. No. I uh, hope everybody's doing all right. We got a fun episode for you. A oh, listener yeah. request. Indeed. This is a great episode because it. this is something that comes up uh, a lot. I, I know it came up on Dybbuk Box. I know it's come up. Um, when we do our research, we see this a lot. And it's usually, it's like a little extra pinch of spice. It's never the focus of something but it's like oh this thing is said to be an ancient artifact and i noticed when i took photos of it these were also present oh yeah it came up uh i think it came up on the evp maybe yeah you like these things um this is something that that it's it's never it's never isolated itself so we're doing it Mm -hmm. but it's something that's always added as like an extra corroborative piece of information that truly something bizarre is happening. Yeah. You get a double shot with this this Uh episode. We're, we're emptying two barrels into your face. Boom. boom. 
uh, we're going to talk about rods and orbs. That's right. Rods and orbs. Orbs rods and, and rods. Rods and rods. Rods and rods. One of us. <laughs> so these are uh, two photographic phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, the um, orbs are more of a, a still photo uh, issue. You you take a, a picture. It, it can happen virtually anywhere, but you, you know where it's brought up is... Uh, we were recording EVPs. We shot some still photos. We saw these these spheres of light that weren't visible to us. Right. These, they these only light colored. After. Or uh, rods, which is more of a, uh, from what I, it's, you, you get it in still photos, but it's more of a video thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely more of a, one of the moving pictures kind of thing with them newfangled cameras that are running around. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Frankly, it scares me. <laughs> they are these elongated things that appear. Uh, just ripping through a scene, mm-hmm. but but so quickly that there you never get a good look at them. Yeah, these these phenomena occur frequently enough for some folks to really take a, a, a an interest in them uh, to find out if there's anything to them beyond a simple explanation. Yeah, which kudos to them for that. Why yeah. not? Sure, due diligence. Yeah, and the fun thing with this episode, we're going to be straddling two worlds here. Mm-hmm. Mid, have, Midgard and Middle Earth. <laughs> Thor versus Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted it to be Samwise, just the, so he says, Master Thor, please stop hurting me. I got What's Mjolnir, precious? <laughs> What's Mjolnir? <laughs> um, yeah, so no, we. <laughs> They're not all good ideas. We don't have to. Some of them, it's it's not can, mean to di- to just dismiss some of them. Uh, one one foot is going to be in the uh, old paranormal, <laughs> while the other one's kicking your ass, and and the other one's going to be stuck up uh, ufology's butt. Yeah. So orbs fall under the the paranormal uh, mm-hmm. slash ghost bucket umbrella. Uh, rods fall under the UFO. Aliens. <laughs> Let's start with rods. All right, rods it is. <laughs> Didn't think that was. Th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Appearing in film and photos, rods are objects that literally look like little rods, often with fins or wing-like appendages. Or like a consistent, like, undulating membrane. Mm-hmm. Around a, a torso. Yeah. The uh, rod, the, the, the torso the rod. being a rod. Yeah. Yep. In video footage, they zoom through the frame, and the footage must be slowed down to uh, a frame by frame playback in order to see them. Mm-hmm. And even then, you only get one or two frames. Yeah. That you see them in. Uh, their size can be anywhere from centimeters long to several meters in length. Yeah. And the sky's the limit, really, on on the length mm-hmm. of these things, depending on who you're talking to. Some of these things can possibly change direction suddenly in mid-flight. Yeah. And they they look equally comfortable in air and water and even maybe passing through solid objects. And that's the thing. There, there seems to be, uh, in my research, there was this kind of dichotomy of you have the people who kind of lean more towards, like you said, like an alien. It's an energy-based entity. Sure. Or as, or as some people go with the really hard physics, like this is an organic creature that has always been here that we're, our eyes are terribly bad at picking up on, mm-hmm. but having the ability to slow them down on camera allows us to see them, um, that this this undulating membrane on, on either side as a, as a continuous control service allows them extraordinary maneuverability, <laughs> ability to turn very quickly, like mm-hmm. more so than, than a fixed wing, which is, I mean, we, we have a very limited, when you think about it, our frame of reference for for what a flying thing is is pretty limited. Yeah, but we, we you know we see this all the time. You know when you know we start with birds and then we figure out that there's that we can take what we what what birds are doing and then we build an airplane with this and everyone sees the control surface of an airplane. Mm-hmm. But the the further we get, we learn more um, that there are a lot of different ways to 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 achieve flight using very interesting and 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 non uh, intuitive formats. And so the 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 physical half of this what I what I consider like the ethereal versus the physical arguments for for rods that that this is exactly like the way you see say a cuttlefish or move oh. 
don't move through the water with this undulating control surface. So you're, you can impel yourself through air if you can do it fast enough very quickly, but you also have this continual surface that you can, that you can use to aid your mobility, to aid your agility. You can make these fast turns. Hmm. So that's, that's the argument they've got there. I yeah. mean, and, and part of that argument may even be that they're moving through uh, a type of matter that we don't know about mm-hmm. also. Again, more along the ethereal, I think, as opposed yeah. to the physical, but an explanation nonetheless. Can we just skip to the part where we think it's gin? Um, <laughs> Everything's gin. Gin's the chicken the chicken of, of the unknown. These are uh, gin bullets. <laughs> yeah. Gunshots uh, from gin. These things uh, fly so fast, they're invisible to the to the human eye. That's mm-hmm. why they, they pick up on uh, video. Now, a lot of people consider them live, living beings. Yep. Possibly intelligent. Uh, because I guess they're they're able to dodge and weave and, and do a barrel roll and all that <laughs> stuff. Other names for them are skyfish and solar entities. Randy Shackles, that's another name for them. Since, <laughs> yep. Ronnie Dirt Naps. <laughs> Um, since, uh, <laughs> I've got more. Do you I, want more I, names? I don't. You're, you must be taking them from me. <laughs> I uh, swear to God, I got a picture of a Ronnie Dirt nap. <laughs> since they're unique, uh, they're considered to be alien or even a, a cryptid of some type. Mm-hmm. Short history on them came into the forefront of paranormal research around 1994 when a filmmaker rise of the camcorders <laughs> well yeah it's a there was a filmmaker named uh, Jose Escamilla who caught sight of them in his footage one day and since then he fervently believes they are an unknown possibly alien entity and he's a uh, champion probably the champion for rod research today he's a rod research champion 10 years running yeah. unopposed <laughs> i keep saying 20 years is there no one left to, <laughs> to challenge me? Are you not entertained? His rod lore is the most powerful. By the way, next D&D game, I'm running a character <laughs> named Rod Lore. <laughs> I'm doing Randy Shackles. Wait, wait. Ronnie Dirtnap. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie Dirtnap. <laughs> That's a great name. Wait, what was the name? I'm a character. I'm Danny Giblets, just so that I can be like... <laughs> you, Danny Jimlitz. <laughs> Roll a 20 and f*** you, Danny Jimlitz. <laughs> Danny Jimlitz. No, uh, Randy Shackles, but Ronnie Dirtnap's a really good name. Uh, so so there's a, there's a quick overview of Rods. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to Orbs. Orbs. <laughs> orbs have been around since the dawn of time. Earliest hieroglyphic evidence... Clearly demonstrates that Rob's were a part of Egyptian lore going back 13,000 years. Ancient Mesopotamians incorporated rods into their theology as well, as was seen on these finely cuneiform steels located in the libraries of Alexandria and relocated to Baghdad. Nordic culture also used. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for him. Ooh. Erase all that, everybody, <laughs> yeah. that you just wrote down. <laughs> Orbs are, are round or, or circular spots that show up in photographs, either developed or digital. They are usually a transparent white, mm-hmm. but they can sometimes be a, a light color. Yep. Also sort of transparent. About 99% of the time, they appear in photos taken at night, and the locations that the photographs are taken at are allegedly haunted. Photographic evidence of departed spirits. With the fact that these photographic artifacts show up in photos and not the naked eye, also in quote-unquote haunted spots or haunt spots. Boogity, 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 boogity. If if nobody's claimed it, trademark haunt Haunt spots. spots. And uh, taken in the dark, paranormal enthusiasts have concluded that these are spirits of the dead. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm sorry. The disincarnate. Yeah, it's it's offensive the way you keep saying dead. I keep wanting to slap your smug face every time you say <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir! The dead. Does ye seek to impugn the good name of those who have gone before? <laughs> 
Uh, and then they show up as the disincarnate in a floating globule form. Black. Obviously, can't see them with the eye, so. Yeah. Photograph doesn't lie, bro. It's kind of a Glenda the Good Witch thing at the very beginning when <laughs> she's just a little bubble. Yeah, exactly. The uh, spheres are most common for shapes, but uh, there are other shapes that occur, and the size of them varies. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, just, just like the spice of life. I wonder if there's like if you're if you're an orb though if you're like man did you guys see Tabitha she's she's like so spherical you, you don't even know dude you don't even know did you ever read Flatland no C S Lewis yeah no it's um, Abbott Abbott something Abbott Abbott Edwin Abbott Abbott or something like that I don't know he has a, a, a funny name like that but Flatland <laughs> it's a funny name yeah <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, no, it, it's a it's a fun book that uh, is is the concept of two dimensional objects, uh, one of which is telling the story, and it's all about the less sides you have, the lower class you are. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, and it's just it's it's fun to to think in those terms and, and read a read a book that way. But you know the like um, circle is is perfect. It it has so many sides that that it appears smooth, kind of thing. But it has no sides. But it has no sides. But it's really like so many small, tiny segments, parts. Yeah, that that's what this is like. That's 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 the the culture I'm throwing out there for you. <laughs> so Check we, it out. So we Flatland. just we, wonderful. We just we just nailed down orb culture. <laughs> We're so, orb thropologists. Yeah, that trademark. <laughs> oh man orbthropologist our, pa- our patent bill's going through the roof <laughs> we're doing our research at haunt spots haunt spots that's probably already been done by one of those stupid ass shows yeah and and i haven't because i and refuse it, to watch if it them. isn't a stupid ass show then we are pitching it next week <laughs> i'm not above hey getting guys, paid to uh, do a dumb thing you guys uh you want to try to do this show haunt spots with Dave and David? <laughs> yeah, no, this is what we do. We go to towns across the U.S. We wear shitty shirts we, and uh, like like bowling shirts with weird logos. We do, do food challenges and at night we look for ghosts. <laughs> so during the day we have to eat like, you know, uh, Grandma Bricker's uh, dumpster pancake. <laughs> it's, it's like a 12 pound pancake. Um, filled with muffins and and <laughs> where is this going? <laughs> it's like it's like man versus food. It's, uh-huh. it's like it's like every every douchey show thing all put together. Uh huh. But we're going to have Grandma Bricker's dumpster pancake. Then then we have to spend the night looking <laughs> checking out hot spots. Being the orbologist that we are. yeah yeah hot spots and then food challenges. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest challenge of every night is when we have to record EVPs and all you can hear is our heavy labored Aww. breathing. <laughs> well, see, we, we eat a big meal and then we get the shit scared out of us. <laughs> oh, it, it's perfect. Gross. Why weren't they doing that before? That's television. Ed- editing. <laughs> America's not ready for this yet. Yeah. That's Way what ahead Guy Fieri kept screaming or whoever. Who's the Who's the guy? Adam Richmond. Adam Richmond. America's not ready for this. Turn the cameras off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, there's your new show. Yeah. You're welcome. History Channel. You're welcome, America. Hey, Science Channel. We're still still waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> still waiting for that call. There is. I wish there was a Science Channel. There is. There is. Is yeah. it actually science? Because there's a learning channel. Well, it does have the uh, Man Tracker on there. If if they still have Man Tracker. <laughs> I think it's the science I channel. I thought that was a late night pay-per-view event. I think that's something you can only get in hotels. <laughs> Wait, where was I last week? <laughs> I think we're ready for some explanations of these things, though. Do you? Yeah. See, rods and orbs. The thing about rods and orbs. <laughs> if, if Listeners, if you were just sitting with David Flora right now, this is the part where he'd kind of take a deep breath and put his arm around your shoulder. And go, hey man, can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> you know that dog ears is getting up in years, and well, this morning he uh, he wasn't doing so good. <laughs> this this got real dark. <laughs> go, Flora, <laughs> give them your dark message. <laughs> Rods are old yellow, 
and orb, <laughs> orbs are where the red fern grows. <laughs> okay, let's start. Let's start with rods. Yeah, um, we're we're gonna throw out some uh, some of the the things that have been talked about. Yeah, these um, are these are possible explanations. Possible. These are probable explanations. <laughs> they are on the explanative wheel. If yeah. you spin it, it'll land on one of these. You've you have, got a good and chance. You, and you have to kiss it. Well, it's like that, that wheel at the casino where... It's called the uh, the money wheel. The yeah. wheel of fun. The, the I don't know how to gamble and I'd rather just hand the casino money wheel. <laughs> the, the evidence for rods, it's kind of thin. Yeah. Um, it's just a bunch of very similar videos. Yeah, I mean, that's out there. There's, I mean, full points for consistency. I mean, yeah. the, the and look on YouTube. You can find just get on um YouTube and or just do a Google search for hot rods <laughs> or um um rod action. <laughs> Why are you setting everyone up for home movies? Why? Why are you doing it since you can't see what what the outcome is? That's this is usually only done because you'll be like, ah, when because, you're sitting in the room with them because they'll know they'll know that I'll know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you can go on on YouTube and and find yeah. a ton of videos and, of these things, and they are extraordinary, just like orbs, extraordinarily consistent. Like mm-hmm. you, you're like, yep, there it is. That's another rod. Found it. The prevailing rational explanation. Mm-hmm. Is that these are insects? Yep. Uh, it sounds boring. I know. Whoa. No, insects don't sound boring. <laughs> the explanation. I almost just took my shirt off, bro. <laughs> I thought we were going to throw down in the um, studio. the The camera usually operates at a uh, twenty four to, to thirty frames per second mm-hmm. uh, shutter speed. Yep. What's the flutter speed on an insect? <laughs> More. <laughs> Vastly more. Even with with uh, new technology that 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 speeds the shutter speed up significantly, and we're talking in the thousands here, the rods still appear. Uh, but this this is a common blur effect mm-hmm. that you get that that video uh, often produces. In fact, this effect can be replicated with any fast moving insect in front of a, a camera. Mm-hmm. Fast moving anything, pretty much. Yeah, I mean. With the with the insect, it makes sense because the wings they blur together with and a that, blur. And they, yeah, they, that's how you get that consistent looking kind of undulation, almost like a a wave form. Mm-hmm. They're not in direct focus, so they they they're, they're they're indistinct. And depending on the distance from the lens, that's why they go by. You know, in one one frame, two mm-hmm. frames, or or around there and as we've also often discussed it's so hard to determine the location of of something in the air relative to your position and that's how you get oh well some of these are a few centimeters some of these are meters long Mm -hmm. it's it's that much further it's just you know it i mean it like the difference the the distance is how you make those determinations on how yeah. far it goes. If it's right up next to the lens, it's going to look huge. Yeah, it's going to look like it's gone a very long distance. And then in your mind, you reassemble that as being farther from the lens and extrapolate that distance. And yeah. And uh, support for these rods actually being is brought to you by <laughs> um, the Catherine T. and James MacArthur Foundation. <laughs> I get it. So support for, for rods hasn't gained much ground since no. it has come out. Uh, I think it it does. I think there are plenty of people who believe that these are alien creatures uh, or some sort of entity, mm-hmm. and not just uh, bugs. But it's very hard to prove this with any certain evidence that doesn't look like more of the same. Again, yeah, this is where the consistency comes back around to. Damn it. Yeah. Um, it's very difficult, you know, regardless if you go with the, the ethereal or the physical, it's, if it's biological or it's, or it's some other energy form, they all have just catastrophic problems. If it's a biological life form other than, then, then when they die, you should find one on the ground somewhere, you know, like, yeah. like all those little tiny things, something has to eat it. It has to be eating something. How are you accounting for that? Where does it, you know, if it's moving that fast, it's expending enormous amounts of energy. What is it? You know, those kind of problems. If you go more ethereal, 
I mean, well, you know, then like, you don't have to. Right. There are no pro. I mean, it's like it's like it's a gin problem. Like, <laughs> where how's your gin detector? Did you did they go into that dimension? Mm. They eat gin biscuits. What's what's in your camcorder that is operating in their realm and make something with that part of the camcorder? They have some ginger snaps. Oh, not doing it. I'm nope. not engaged. I refuse. Bogey's on your tail, bro. All right. Um, Maybe get him drunk with some ginger ale. Yeah. <laughs> Hiding as best you can. <laughs> uh, also, here's a thought. If some of them are several meters long, how do you not see them? Yeah. They're, that's Or bigger. If they're, I mean, some people say they're hundreds of feet long. Then how the do you not see them? at me. Right. Yeah. They're, I think they dance and weave around our imaginations Yay. and through the fourth and fifth dimensions. And if only our frequency were raised just a little bit more, the vibrations would become apparent to our human eyes. <laughs> They're trying to lead you to Candy Mountain, Charlie. <laughs> Follow the rods, Charlie. You see all the rods <laughs> Their wings are undulated. <laughs> and then they'll fly on by. In the <laughs> you never change your socks. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. All right. So them's rods for you. Them's rods. Now we turn our attention to Orbis Majoris. <laughs> orbs. Those are the major orbs. We will save the lesser orbs for another time. Oh, are you talking about Orbis Minoris? No doubt. Um, this is where season three hate mail becomes a problem. There is little to no doubt. Orbs are particulates in the air reflecting the flash of a camera. Out of yeah, out of focus dust particles. Uh, Anything. Yeah, dust, hair, snow, rain. <laughs> your mom. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. You see how he just took a dump on your mother? <laughs> he just brought it to you. What are you going to take that? Welcome to Dorchester. <laughs> He's a real son of a bitch, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real Ronnie dirt nap, this son of a bitch. Here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, from what I found, a lot of uh, paranormal investigators mm-hmm. uh, have started refusing to accept these as any kind of evidence for Good. Uh, ghosts. This is like, and it is, it's, it's, it's starting to wash down into the Yahoo Answers area of, of proof with mm-hmm. the biggest, most powerful quotes you can put around it. Like, mm-hmm. it, like I said, and it's, no one would just be like, I took a picture and they were totally orbs. It's always like, oh, well, I, I always got a weird feeling in this corner of yeah. the room. So I took a picture and then I saw, you know, it, they're always just like this extra confirmation of a thing you already saw. Yeah. I, so, it's bias confirmation. Yeah. Confirmation bias. And so people are always, you know, they're always tacking them on as an extra little, oh, and also, there were orbs. And you, even lots of Dybbuk box photos. Casey Kasem. (laughs) And these are orbs. These are orbs. (laughs) Little Katie in Saskatchewan (laughs) writes, dear Casey, we'll be right back with America's Top 40 Hot Spots. America's Top 40 (laughs) Hot Spots. Ruddy dirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I'll tell you I have somewhere in here. I don't I don't know where. <laughs> this is a great story so far. I have a uh, uh, some pictures that came from a a, a, f- a camera that I had film developed from mm-hmm. before I got a, a you know digital stuff, and there are a ton of pictures in there where I went out with with a camera one time when it was snowing and it was real pretty nice and everything I wanted to take you know I wanted to capture the moment and um I took the camera out and <laughs> took some pictures and when I got them back it was the pictures were ruined because it was nothing but orbs well dude you were under you were under ghost assault <laughs> you were I under felt attack so by the weird mm, I was graped <laughs> no 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 no, no. Listen, I th- I talked to my buddy Ronnie Dirtnap about this. He told me that is not what being graped is. 
Uh, so, so I got these photographs, and what happens is when you leave the flash on a camera. Uh huh. Again, lots of these photos taken at night or in dark places because yeah. you're already looking for spooky stuff. This this flash reflects everything, mm-hmm. and depending on you know distance from the um, the lens, ninety nine percent of these things uh, they happen between the camera and the subject. They're they're usually not right on the lens. People might say, "Oh, you've got hair or dust on the lens." That's what. No, not not no, really. No, bruh. No, no, bruh. Bruh. no. You, no. Go deeper. It, it's in the air between stuff, and that's a that's a handy dandy tip for you when you're taking pictures. Just turn the flash off. Yeah, because the flash is such a stupid invention, and the TV show is not going to be any better it, unless you're you're a, a photographer that knows what you're doing and has the f stop and all that stuff down pat. Don't don't worry about the flash. If you take it, especially like with iPhones and things like that, it just ruins your pictures. Go to go on your iPhone. This might come Shove up. Shove a screwdriver. This this through might the flash. Be <laughs> this might be important for for when you catch sight of uh, Squatch or, or Mothman's Squatch um, crotch. You uh, go in there. Go to your settings on on the the little lightning bolt on yeah. on the camera part when you're when you're gonna take a picture and just click it on off and leave it on off. Your pictures will be so much better. Yeah, not turn it off. Leave it off. Leave it off. Don't f with with flashes. Here's the funny thing. Uh, ghosts in pictures have been around since photographs have been around. Yep. That's not a big deal. Orbs, strangely enough, showed up around the time that cameras with built-in flashes came on the market. What? So those little, you know, Kodak uh, disposables kind of screws people over. Here's another fun fact uh, with your confirmation bias. If uh, people have been taking photos in, in the snow mm-hmm. for a long time... It's not like after everyone got their film back from the first snow every year, every the entire country was in an uproar about the number of ghosts. People mm-hmm. are like, oh, I was in a snowstorm. That's that's what those are. Like mm-hmm. when you're when the photo you're trying to take, when the purpose is not to confirm that there's something spooky, people ignore orbs sure. entirely. They're just like, I don't know, there's something on the lens. I don't care. Or you're not in a in a hot spot. When you're not in a hot spot, if yeah, if if you're in some other situation where you know you're oh I'm, it's we turn the lights off, it's blowing out the birthday candles, and I kept the flash on because I'm an asshole. Those kind of things, like people ignore them entirely. Yeah, it's it's because you were already taking a photo of something that you were looking to prove, and then you're just looking to butter on a little extra frosting. Sure. Some of the pictures that that you might see online uh, show portraits or paintings, and and there's a, a bright white glow in one corner of them or something, mm-hmm. and it's it's the dumbest thing in the world that anybody's using this as an excuse for an orb, because it's obviously the reflection of the whole flash of the camera. Yeah, they're close to the item, and you know it, this has got to be losing ground in terms I mean it already is losing ground in terms of credibility for paranormal uh, investigators and stuff but people in general with the advent of more technology such as cameras that are on phones and things mm-hmm. like that the more people are seeing how this works I've got to think that that this is going to be not a thing pretty soon yeah and I think and I think that's one of the reasons we were talking about that's why we wanted to do this episode yeah um, is because it kind of like I'm, I'm happy to put a nail in the coffin and be like there's so many things that are genuinely unexplained right right like there's no there's no need to, to waste time and effort tracking down something that where you know where you can conclusively prove what is happening you and anyone and they've done this you can recreate rods yep you can recreate orbs easily, perfect and exactly the same. I mean, it's it's not. This is this is a done deal. This is a yeah figured it out. And you know, unless you're looking for ghosts that are perfectly spherical, you might really want to closely examine those photos then, because if they're spherical ghosts, then well, buddy, you got your work cut out for you. Needle <laughs> needle in a haystack. I've even seen it broken down to where oh, it's not ghosts, it's spirits, dude. Oh, come on. It's ecto. Muslin drawn out of your body crevice? Ah, uh, oh, these dead kids. Well, you know what's what's sad is if there is something going on, then there's too much bullshit out there that it would never get 
actually looked at anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know what would constitute. I mean, if, if there's a one glowing orb, you know, that that's bigger than, than somebody's uh, pumpkin sitting there and, and floating beside your head. I, you know, that's, that's a big I, piece of dust. That's a good question. I was like the the idea of okay, what would be one of these things that you would go, whoa, wait a minute, mm-hmm. what's going on there? Yeesh! I would have to say I would have to see a rod attacking, like like hunting. I would have mm-hmm. to see a rod or a dead capturing prey, or uh, yeah, even let's say a piece of spaghetti on a stick. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for orbs though, ew. I mean, I don't. I would. Oh, here we go. I'd have to see an orb in the photo, but I would have to see light reflected off the orb on another object. Mm. Well, would that happen though with a a semi vaporous uh, <laughs> free floating free floating apparition? Is because there's no mass there to <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, and I right? guess that's my maybe that's my way of saying I'm just never going to buy orbs. Well, okay, you know I don't know, but but it's worth it. Like that's the thing. Like our, our or job, maybe maybe the light behind it would be diffused or or a, a, a different color. If Maybe. you could see, yeah, that's something true. that. But anyway, I I think that's why I think like the the value and uh, I mean as, as self indulgent as it might be, I think Flora and I, you know, we we do see a value to this podcast in addition to our amazing accents and fart jokes. <laughs> um, the finest, <laughs> only the best for you, dear listener. Um, is is that like it's? I think it's it's. It's good to, to to look at these things that oh, sure. that we feel are are well answered. Like it, it we, we don't you know like it's it's rare that we can be like I mean I, I feel like we really got a lid on that jar. Yeah, and and I think that if this this helps focus energy or attention elsewhere, if the, if the if the the resources that we're going into looking for orbs and photographs maybe go back to to squatch crotch photos. I want to see that squatch crotch. <laughs> I'll buy that issue of of TMZ weekly is it is that just on tv there's not even a magazine i don't, I, I wish it would go away yeah it's it's yep. the bottom of the barrel dude i'm telling you in 10 years and tmz is going to be the new cnn it's where we get all of our news i hate it i think that's how it's going to happen you're right <laughs> i mean all that stuff is already that gosh it's such a circus every news channel like but at least we'll get some squatch crotch they'll find you honestly if anyone is gonna track down Squatch, it would be TMZ. Yeah, they're they are hounds. They are. They are. Gen- they are the guys that will get a picture if they if someone says we need a picture of this, they will get it. Yeah. If they have to like do what do they call it the the military halo the high altitude low opening mm-hmm. they will drop a guy just so that it like Mach six in one of those flight suits he just rips by a villa in Monte Carlo to snap one picture in a bedroom and they'll be like oh Sandra Bullock <laughs> like they'll do it they will go to any lengths yeah and yet I have no respect for them <laughs> well usually that much effort know- would engender some respect but nah. Sandra, no. is it Sandra Bullock or is it a rod? Oh, they're traveling so fast. That's dude. true. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what rods are. TMZ photographers. <laughs> we caught squatch out <laughs> skydiving. Zoom. Uh, well, anyways, there, there you go. That's rods and orbs in a very plain, uh, fastidious nutshell. <laughs> fast with a fast shutter speed. Yep. Uh, we got some puns to to throw at you. Though. Oh, you know we do. You your your cam. You can see these with the naked eye. <laughs> see, Flora, I think you kicked it off last time. So let me uh, allow me to enter the arena first. I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, there was actually recently uh, some news generated on the front that was conclusive proof that not only do they exist, but they're actually being sent to other countries. Uh, that they're what, what rods. Well, well, it turns out that there was actually the United States, although it denied official involvement, actually allowed uh, or sent mm -hmm, a little conspiracy there um, to North Korea. There was a Dennis Rodsman (laughs) for rods. I mean, God, that's it's tough work, people. Give me a hand. Comedy's hard, everybody. It's not it's not easy. All right, all right. I, I kind of took a, a, a steady approach to this one. Okay. Similar, similar, I guess I should say. Uh, let's start out with uh, this uh, store 
a, a store for you. Okay, okay. Place right. of business. Yeah. You, you heard of these things? <laughs> uh, you can get you can get drilling equipment at at this place. Uh-huh. It's a it's a drilling equipment store. Mhm. It's called Ramrods and Bores. Okay. All right. We will continue to roll this barrel up the hill. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. There was a uh, a recently a very very popular book that was re- that was uh that was written. What is it? <laughs> uh that is um you know and, and it's about uh, ethereal creatures mm-hmm. that they their interactions with mankind, although never seen directly, but uh, occasionally captured indirectly. Okay. Um, it's the book is called American Rods. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you Neil Gaiman. <laughs> oh, don't like Neil Gaiman. You know what? Uh, I don't. Oh. I don't. I've only read one of his book. I read Neverwhere. Yeah. And that was just a toilet of a book wow. it was terrible hated it however for christmas i asked for american gods i have it on my nightstand i'm just about to start it because everyone says that's the one you got to read so i'm giving them another shot but for the time being I'm, i am absolutely gonna grape neil gaiman <laughs> for the time being i am still powerfully opposed to neil gaiman hmm. american gods my favorite yeah i know i know and i trust your judgment hmm. okay I guess uh, HBO really uh, dropped the biz all on this one. They they had the rights to to produce American Gods as a as a show, and really? they gave it up. But somebody picked it up. I yeah, forget but they, who. They won't but... put nearly as many boobs in it. No, <laughs> ain't nobody got the titty budget that HBO does. Yeah, yeah. Am I right here, people? I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it doesn't matter what show it's about. I mean, it could be a show about a guy making. <laughs> cakes in the basement and there'd just be a topless girl in there for no reason all right uh let's see how, let's see how much are we going to spend on weapons okay okay what's our titty budget like no 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 more no, 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 more more no we're gonna need that uh all right uh well, I'll, I'll round it out here uh i got a fishing supply store oh it's got some really crappy knockoff brands uh-huh uh-huh Rods and oars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You know what? Give us a truly magnificent mystery, and you're going to get complex and interesting puns. Yeah. Uh, maybe not, but... They might leave a bad taste. Like, yeah, but man, this is just like this. Rod, rods and orbs is like chewing on a ball of wool. There's <laughs> not a lot of flavor there. <laughs> <laughs> and that which that the flavor you do get, you will regret. <laughs> and speaking of regret, you know what's just as real as rods and orbs? Nothing. Wrong. Oh. One thing. Something. Listener <laughs> Easy easy peasy. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Set it up, knock it down. That's next. That's that's the formula. Jesus. <laughs> Got a lot of mail. We're going to get through it. Let's get to it. I uh, heard from Josie. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Josie. Howdy, Josie. How you doing? What's going on? You know, I've just finished doing like a ton of crunches. I had to because uh, I also save a lot of kittens' lives. Josie, what do you have to say? <laughs> Uh, Josie has some, some stuff coming off of our Faye episode. She says, I think Pisky might be where Pesky comes from. The word Pesky, uh, certainly be annoying to you lose your way. True. True, 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 true. And she says, uh, she thinks the Cornish, uh, have so many folklore things because they seem like they want to be their own country, having their own flag and all. Just like our fair city of Chicago. <laughs> and apparently, uh, Josie is going to university studying French and German, and in particular, French mythology. Ooh. How about that shit? Mon Dieu. <laughs> Indeed. Je parle un petit peu de français, mais, uh, you know. Yeah, un petit. <laughs> I studied it for seven years, Broseph. Um, sieben? That's Set German. Oh. Okay. Well, it's Sieben in German, I think, Josie, back me up. Yeah, no, I know. I can't touch you on the German front because half the shit in this room we're recording in is written in German. 
You don't, even have, do have, you don't even have Settlers of Catan. You have Die Siedler von Catan. Das Spiel. Yeah, yeah. see? Tons, most of you. Offshas, Euro Paris, Spielhaus. Turn into taxis. <laughs> what the, what the f*** is Spielhaus? <laughs> it's Game House, dude. <laughs> it's a house of games. And not to mention all the Harry Potter books in German. Well, I mean, it's not me. Well, it's... I'll take the first opportunity to say, Guten Tag, Josie, vergeht es einen. Oh, look at you go. Mm-hmm. Ich möchte einen Putin geschnetzelten. Shit. <laughs> well, you thought my Spanish was good. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Josie, and Thank good luck. You. Uh, tell us some good, I mean, like, French mythology. I'm, I'm thinking of Le Mort d'Arthur. I mean, what else What else do you get? That's that's something we haven't really delved into much is yeah, French stuff. So. delve the French. Help us out, Josie. Thank you, though. Thanks for writing Anne. Up next... Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hitting us up with, uh, I like a codified set of rules as much as the next guy because I crave structure. (laughs) And believe me, if there's one thing we need when we drink, it's structure. Mm. So Aaron, uh, enjoying our Slurzy McPatty's Day episode. Um, (laughs) Slurzy McPatty's Day. That's right. Uh, His friends and him created a drinking game. This is amazing. This is awesome. Um, right up our alley. Uh, right off the bat, one shot of Telemordu Phoenix was mm, down. Mm. Uh, every time one of us flubbed up the words due to our condition, yep, yep, you yep. drink. Every time one of us said leprechaun, you drink. Every time you come, every time we poured a shot for ourselves, you, you drink. drink. Every time we say tatas, <laughs> you drink, drink. too. <laughs> okay, I added that part. Every time, uh, every time you broke into that washerwoman Aaron. I didn't even, I didn't even try at the end. Yeah. No. So. And then that's in much like our podcast, that's about the time that Aaron lost count of what was happening around him. Uh, yeah, I think. That's awesome. I think, as we said, we can't get drunker, but I think the incorporation of a drinking game might be really important for next year. So yeah. that's brilliant. And we, I vow that these rules will be used. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, gosh, well, drinking, I mean, drink, drinking every time we f*** up a word, we'll be dead before puns. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what sounds like? Call an ambulance. <laughs> I don't get it. Puns. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and 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 man aaron you're a hot, you're a classy son bitch because <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna drop a pun on us uh if people insist on an exor- on ignoring your advice and going gallivanting through very dangerous fey rings mm-hmm. they should as we made very clear not consume any food or drink that may be offered to them if they end up in the fey wild if they still want to throw all common sense to the wind please at the very least for the love of all that is holy, stay away from the Greek salad. Why is that? Because that feta cheese has ceased many a traveler to be. Tinkle, tinkle, star, sparkles. Feta cheese. Yeah. Oh. I like that. He, Dirty, stanky. I didn't know where he was going. <laughs> he went right. And then boom. Right, to the, right to the hole. Right to the hole. Strong in the paint. Well played, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. And hey, thanks for listening to this with your friends. That's awesome. Yeah, that was legit. Never, yeah. I, I like to think of everyone sitting beside the, the fireside and turning us <laughs> on the old radio. Getting face drunk. <laughs> laughing like at us. FDR with wild turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's the USA we should have had. <laughs> and then a whole bunch of like... Um, Civil War alternate historians are nodding along going, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell no, never would have had no FDR in there. It's true. Uh, I'm blaming Obama anyway. As well you should. We haven't thanked him for a while. Uh, you know what we do need to thank? How about, how about Bibbidi Bob? Bob. The Pennsylvania Madman. <laughs> the Delaware Dilettante. The one coating rich color. Of Peyton Bob. Can I get that in eggshell? <laughs> you know you can. <laughs> Bob hits us with some puns. Stop asking, please. 
It's the base color. <laughs> it's in the brochure. <laughs> uh, Bob's got some puns for us. It's a tall, skinny man who works for Amazon transferring books to an e-reader format. The Kindleman. <laughs> How'd Bob feel about that one? Uh, Bob, don't don't apologize. See, that's, All puns you know are great. what, though? That's the thing. That's how you know you really hit it in the pun hole. <laughs> when you're like, I am so sorry for what I just did. You don't Where have to photos? be. Aim for the pun hole. That's right. Man, but that's not up. all that, that Bob sends us. We're really racking up shirt ideas. <laughs> How about Bob uh, checks in on the, I mean, let's not forget, guys, the reason for the season is pleasing. By the way, Whoa. that is the tagline for my sex holiday. You just came up with that. <laughs> or have you been sitting on it? Ooh. Um, the world will never know. <laughs> um, my winter sex holiday, Mary Pumpus. <laughs> kind of like Krampus, but like Krampus. Pumpus. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah, good. yeah. Bob gets it. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for the puns. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I called your attention this crystalless, <laughs> uh, but, but elegantly appointed table. Uh, gray cat, fancy feast, <laughs> beer bottle clangor the third. <laughs> Inefficient two-stroke engine gathering. <laughs> Puns from Grey Cat. Cat. What's Fancy Feast got for us? Well, how about a shelter for children who have abusive families to escape to called the Home for Black-Eyed Kids? Ooh. Oh. Grey Cat doesn't care who he f***s with. <laughs> <laughs> The hard thing is, is that if you don't have a black eye, they kick you out. So there's, there's a black market and getting punched in the face in black neighborhoods. Black, yeah, black market kids. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, fancy, fancy feast. Fancy feast. We might even hear from you again. Heard from Connor. Oh, hello, Connor. So good of you to join us. Connor actually has the game. The Bard's Tale. Oh, nice. So he, um, he's, he's knuckle to the limit. Yeah, which we, we referenced when we talked about the old knuckle Uh And he says they aren't calling the knuckle an anus or an anist or either. They're calling the Bard that that summoned forth the knuckle the oh, anus. Oh, because he's the one who f***ed up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, and then he, he thought uh, my pun for the, the old Black Knight uh, Tatalite would be a little bit better if... Uh, if it were the the Black Knight tattoo site, well, see, this is Not why bad. we this is why we give it to the room. Let the room work it up, punch it up, sure. polish it up. We're crowdsourcing. Yeah. We're crowdsourcing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also says bull sharks. Uh, uh, bull sharks are a big thing with with listeners. It's, yeah. it's interesting. I like it. We hit a nerve on that. He says they can live in freshwater due to their ability to instantly alter the pH and sodium levels in their bodies, basically allowing them to live wherever the hell they want. And no other species of sharks has that ability, apparently. That's that's interesting. Very. You know, I've always thought that while we talk about mysterious things, what we're really doing is building a community of amateur theologists. <laughs> that's always been my my pope, my hope, and my your pope, my pope. That's always been your pope. This has been my my wish. Uh, theologist. <laughs> Everybody a study of the fish. The requiem sharks, uh, the larger uh, ocean whaling sharks, they're made of all of the... (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's how it goes. The cartilage, and they never get the cancer. (laughs) How come the sharks never get the cancer? (laughs) Ah, the Pope. Uh, (laughs) He also also could tell a a difference in the way you spoke in the old... uh, a drink drinksman episode. Oh yeah, it so. is. I, I I do have my own brand of slur, and it is just like I just drop my brain into four wheel drive and just just monster truck over words ah. and and syllables <laughs> and consonant sounds. That's the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I I get in a shopping cart, <laughs> and then it's like wherever the wind takes me. Hey, no, you you you're like on a on a on one of those gondolas just with a thing just <laughs> gliding through it. Just, oh! Thank you, Connor. Thanks, Connor. Oh, we got one from our friend JVG. JV? J, 
uh, a good friend of of the of us individually, the podcast in general, and us as a team. Sure, I don't think there's a format in which we could be included that he wouldn't like because he's a good guy. That's true. Um, and I quote: "Hate to turd your spiked punch bowl." True story. <laughs> Is that a verb? To turd. To turd. <laughs> what is Spanish for to turd? Yeah. Uh, M- mirador? Yeah. But I have to say that neither of you sounded nearly as drunk in your St. Patrick's episode as you claim. Uh, Man. Uh, I gotta, Jay. Yeah. The next, the, the next drunker sound involves sirens and someone going, clear! Yep. Jay asked my I'm, toilet the next day how drunk we were. And also he adds that uh, back in the 90s, he's pretty sure he saw Black Knight Satellite open for the Kentucky Headhunters in BR549 <laughs> when they all joined in on Cherokee Boogie for the encore. It blew the roof off the joint. Nice. Oh, that really, you really, str- you strung a lot of popcorn on that string. Yeah, he really did. Uh, that's that's, many, that's many Jay for you, man. Uh, Thanks, brother. Kentucky Headhunters. Hey, hmm? what did the lemon say to the lime? What? I couldn't save your wife, man. I just sat in the bowl and watched him cut her up. Because that was one dark f***ing lemon. <laughs> and I knew where you were going, and yet I didn't. <laughs> yes, dark I didn't. lemon. Dark lemon writes us in with a, a very detailed... Uh, string of puns. We're going to take you on a journey real quick. Here we go. Buckle up. And you're allowed to drink on this ride. He says, it's funny we mentioned the Dark Knight satellite, and in particular how it was originally detected by the Dark Fence Project. A lesser known fact is that the Dark Fence came from troubled beginnings. The secure ring of detection concept was first trialed over a much smaller area. An area of inner city greenery was ringed by a number of temporary shelters to see if a constant watch could detect comings and goings and spot any reds. It was called Project Park Tents. This park tent scheme was extraordinarily expensive, however, and the Navy sought to recoup some losses by charging the people camping horribly oppressive sums, and the enterprise was reclassified Project Stark Rents. This still didn't cover it, though, and the project was finally sold to a private group. Oddly enough, the same one heading Bohemian Grove. What? It was hoped they would keep maintaining the status quo and some useful data might still be gathered. Unfortunately, they seemed more interested in urinating on the trees and any wood chip in the area than national defense. Damned rich guys just turned it into some sort of bark gents. Scoundrels. Oh, dark lemon. Man, you got a lot of miles out of dark fence projects. Yeah, you're like a you're like a chain gun just round after round. Samurais are scared of you. I'm sorry I couldn't save your wife. I wish I was a stronger lemon, but I just watched them cut her up and put her in a cocktail. I heard she was a tart anyway. Dark lemon! Dark lemon. <laughs> oh, you think dark lemon's done? I thought so. Was You're I wrong. wrong and stupid? You are incorrect. Whoop. As an addendum, not too worried about the Dark Knight satellite. It's a pretty innocuous heavenly body. Not like fireworks. Love those myself, he says. But they really rile up my pets, and they can get quite aggressive, especially with startling flashes. It's a good rule of thumb with the Dark Knight satellite. The animals are fine, but if there's a spark fright, cattle bite. Spark fright, cattle bite. Oh, man. He doesn't care who he hurts. This guy's off the chain. I, I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you, what are you, this guy's pregnant with those puns. Thanks, Dark Lemon. Thank you, Dark Lemon. When the hordes of the undead breach the outer perimeter, you'll notice that they seem to be under guidance. For there can be one and only one. Zombie Master! Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. Hey. I'm in charge of these throngs of the hungry undead. <laughs> Ding dong. Zombie. <Slaughter> calling. <laughs> uh, Zombie Master hits us with a really, really great uh, mundane superpower. Real-time teleportation. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to teleport yourself from Chicago to New York, 
it just it'll take, take like <laughs> 10 12 hours <laughs> yeah so is it yeah like in a car walking <laughs> oh yeah i guess you'd have to set the parameter is it f- real-time flight real-time train i still love i bet walking i i'm still giving like i'm still loving pelicanesis <laughs> <laughs> But I like that. Yeah, real time teleportation. Yeah, I can teleport. Maybe like eight, I'll, ten hours. I'll see you guys next week. I'll be really tired when I get there. <laughs> Flora, give me a mundane superpower. Um, laser pointer vision. <laughs> You're just instantly blind. Does it go both ways? You're the shittiest Cyclops ever. <laughs> oh my God. And every time you check out a girl, you just get just slapped. Yeah. But cats love me. <laughs> oh my God. That's really good. That's better than mine. Mine was that um, you can always get um, all of the uh, the contents out of the container. You get all the ketchup out of the bottle, <laughs> all, the, all the toothpaste out of the tube. Mundane, but useful well i mean mundane doesn't have to mean terrible i mean real-time teleportation yeah still pretty good i mean <laughs> as long as it's like it would take you the same time as if you bought a you know like there's some there's some questions about real-time teleportation yeah, yeah. that we'll just have to wait till next week to hear about oh, moving, on. moving on thanks zombie master senor flora por favor un guitar dramatico <laughs> To the east, a lone stranger astride a powerful stallion is silhouetted by the rising moon. And all of the children of the Via, and all of the old women, the wearers of the Hacienda, know that Don Luke has returned! <laughs> Don Luke, surely you could have told us in advance so we could have your room prepared for you properly. Many attractive horse. <laughs> no, no. No, no, uh, Sergeant Garcia, uh, I'd like to surprise you from now and then. Well, I'd still, I do not want to be a, a bad host to you. Uh, please, sleep with anyone you want, Don Oh, <laughs> uh, Sergio Garcia, times are tough in our via. Even my great halls are empty. I have... <laughs> see, see, I have but one sophomoric bond to share with you today. Boiled with stew. And it will last us the week. Oh, don't look. A single bun from you will feed my family for a month. Such is the richness of the texture of your buns. Ah, gracias, uh, gracias, Sergio Garcia. Feast upon this thing. A couple of paleontologists were excavating some Mesozoic deposits. See, see. When they found a chess set. What is even more shocking than finding a modern game of strategy in the late Triassic was the components from which each piece was made entirely of fossilized excrement. Ho-ho! A local science fiction writer helped to date the find to 13,000 years old, which was... That is an old poop! It's a look. See, see, es verdad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was much younger than they had realized. The grandest piece of all was the horse which found his home in the field museum. The label affixed to the specimen, the Black Knight Coprolite. I will miss you, Don Luke, for such a bun as this. Gather around, children. Oh, forgot my hat. <laughs> Get out of the way, children. He's coming back. Ungather, ungather. <laughs> oh, mi niños. <laughs> Thanks, Don Luke. Thank you, Don Luke. Uh, that's, and that'll do it for this yeah. week. Indeed it shall. Don't worry, we've got some more. we got some more lined up, but we're chopping through it like machetes through the Amazon. Machete. Machetes. <laughs> thanks for writing in, you guys. Yeah, thank you. You're magnificent. Thanks, you know, thanks for being a part of this magnificent boat cruise. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to capsize yet. <laughs> and when we do, we'll do it in such spectacular fashion that you'll enjoy the show. You will. 
Uh, go to Facebook, like us there. Go to YouTube, follow us on Twitter. Twitter it. Uh, blurry underscore photos. You can go to iTunes, give us five stars and in a review. You can go to uh, StumbleUpon. We're on there. Mm-hmm. Four um, square outside our homes. <laughs> become the mayor it. of our own domiciles. Uh, <laughs> and if you're if you are are uh, feeling just incredible, if if it's payday, and you're like, man, I, I really want to give this, this away. I hate this money. <laughs> we got a donate button. You can go to blurryphotos.org and uh, you know the summer's coming up. Was, uh, I got a couple of great ideas. Maybe, uh, and I'm not saying you have to give it to us. I mean, don't. Uh, right. But maybe every time you were going to buy something for you, I know this because I. Have a, I'm doing a lot of fitness things this summer. I'm doing a triathlon. I'm doing cycle cross racing in the fall. I'm doing a week-long bike ride across Iowa. <laughs> and I am giant fatty pants. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do between here and there. So I'm very, very conscious of what I eat and working out right now. So here's my advice to you. Every time you're going to buy something that's bad for you, don't. But keep a running tally of that money and then buy something else. I'm not saying it has to be good for you, but maybe will not metabolically challenge you. Hmm. Or take that money and give it to us. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that's just a little fun. There's there's an option. There's for an the idea. the price of a Baconator. I think, you know what, henceforth, I think for every episode, I'm going to come up with, uh, yeah, I'm going to come up with- Alternatives? Yeah. Fun, here, Dave Stecco's fiscal advice that you should probably not take. That's that's what's going to happen every episode no, now. I'm going to need a catchier title than that. <laughs> well, it's a work in progress. Okay. By next week, we'll have one. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, if you uh, have any thoughts, if you uh, if you swear to God <laughs> that orbs are real. Tell uh, us how dumb we are. Tell us. Why not? We strongly suspect it already. We'll probably agree with you. <laughs> so anyways, for this episode of Blurry Photos, I have been David Florb. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm David I'm David Dirtnap Stecco <laughs> uh, Bye Oh. <laughs> but really bye It's like uh, he was always either at work or thinking about it, you know? I mean, everything was goats, goats, goats. I mean, I couldn't even have a beer with my friend without having to hear about this. You talking about the goat guy? <laughs> Is that the goat guy? <laughs> yeah, see, this guy right here, he doesn't even know my friend, but everybody calls him goat guy. Hey. I can't go to Morty's anymore for a pizza because they're like, oh, you want some goat on that pizza? Oh, <laughs> I love the f- goat you, guy. Morty. I love f- you. <laughs> Everybody, look, it's the fucking goat guy. You're making fun of somebody's tragedy, okay? You make you, you think it's funny you want, to, you want me to walk in your house and make a 9-11 joke? I would never do that. I would never do that. It's somebody else's tragedy. <laughs> Tonight on BP1, a bunch of characters we discovered while doing something else. <laughs>